I'm Michelle Broadbent and welcome to your Business Boost podcast. Join me as I take you behind the scenes to show you what it's really like to build a successful business. I'll be sharing practical tools, advice and insights that will change the way you work. So if you're ready to boost your business and your life, let's get started with today's episode. Hello and welcome to this, the second episode of your Business Boost podcast. I am very excited for today. I feel like this is our first proper episode. Episode one was more just the introduction, getting to know me and how the podcast is going to roll over the next few weeks. But this is our chance to get stuck into the juicy stuff and for me to share some really actionable advice for you to boost your business and your life. Now, I'm going to make a confession because we're friends now and say that it was actually really hard for me to narrow down and sort of target how I was going to start this podcast series. I have got content mapped out for months. I've got different themes for different months of the year and I had, you know, I've got a lot to share with you, but it was like, okay, so where am I actually going to start here? And I am starting at a place that I often get my clients to start with when they are struggling a little bit in terms of what to share with their audience from a content point of view. And there's that question that we say, okay, well, what is the thing that you get asked about the most? What is that number one question that you are constantly asked? So I, you know, walked my talk and did that to myself and thought about what do I get asked about the most when I'm being interviewed by other people? Or what's that one piece of advice that if this was the only episode of my podcast that you ever listened to, now I I hope that you come back for more, but if this was the, the one thing that you heard from me and then we never spoke again, that I would feel happy in the knowledge that you knew this and went on with your life. And that thing is, what is the key to success in business? Now, I've thought about this a lot. And the thing that I keep circling back to time and time again, that I truly believe is the secret to both life and business success, and that is to know yourself and to be yourself. Okay? There is so much noise out there. There are so many things pulling us in a million different directions, and we all need an anchor. And that anchor needs to be us knowing yourself having absolute clarity of who you are and what you do, that is your anchor because it enables you to block out so much of that noise and keep your business on track and keep you on that path to success. Now, there are probably people listening to this right now who are just going, Michelle, I don't even know who I am anymore. And you know what? That is absolutely normal. I promise you, I would probably say, oh, look, I reckon 80% of the time when 
a woman comes to me to start working together, she has in some way, shape or form lost sight of herself. She's lost sight of what makes her special. Now that really, really upsets me because I work with the most incredible women. They are amazing. They are so good at what they do. Half of them don't even know how good they are. And the other half, they they lose sight of it on a very regular basis. Um, but the problem is, is that they come to me, they're so overwhelmed, they've lost sight of it. They can't even see it within themselves, let alone know how to get that goodness out into the world. So that's where I use my superpowers to help shine a spotlight on their brilliance and get it out into the world. And I have to say that transformation that happens is the most satisfying part of my work. But what we usually have to do is go really, really deep at the beginning and kind of go back upstream and look at where the problem starts. And often it starts because we we as business owners, we often end up doing things that just don't align with our with with ourselves, right? So we, you know, we'll take on a piece of work or a project or a client that you know, we do it because it pays the bills or it's easy or, you know, there's a legacy there and, and, you know, it's someone that we've worked with for a long time and we're like, oh yeah, you know, we'll help them and and you know, we we sort of get on this hamster wheel of doing this sort of work. And what happens is that you have no control over what is happening to you. And the longer that goes on, the further out of control you get and your business ends up heading in a direction that is not of your choosing or something that you want to do. And look, it, it happens to the best of us, right? I mean, I, I can tell you many stories about people that have been in this position. I've got, I'm thinking of a client in particular, and I'm thinking of her now as I actually, I'm looking at my corkboard that's in front of me um, that has all my, uh, has some thank you cards on it. And there is one there from her. And look, this woman is an absolute rock star, right? She is an award-winning businesswoman. She has got an incredible company. She's an industry leader in her industry. She's a published author. She's a keynote speaker. She's got a great team. She's professional. Her, her, she's like one of those sort of rise from the ashes women. Her resilience muscle is probably the biggest out of anyone's I know. And she has kind of, I, we talked about how a lot of her success, it's almost like she was um, living out the the cardboard cutout of what a successful person looks like to her. It's like when we were kids and we used to play dress-ups and, you know, the successful corporate lady would have, you know, the suit jacket on and you'd clomp around in your mum's high heels, right, with a clipboard under your arm. And, you know, there was a little bit of what she was doing that was – that she – yeah, she sort of felt like she needed to be on this particular path. And there was this one thing that she uh, she kept circling back to, this, this thing that she wanted to do in her business. And every time we had our accountability call, the needle had not moved on it 
at all. She just, there was a lot of resistance. There was a lot of, she was really butting up against doing this particular thing in her business. But for her, it was on that successful businesswoman blueprint. She thought that to be a successful business person, I need to do this thing. And one day I just said to her, what do you want to do? Like, do you really want to do this? And she kind of went really quiet and she said, no, I I, I actually don't. And I have never thought that I don't have to do it. I just thought that you know, it was part of that trajectory that I was on. And I just kind of said to her, well, who said? Like, who says? You're the boss. This is your business. And you can do whatever the hell you want, within reason. And we still talk about that day because it was such a turning point for her and the lightness that she felt and just that release and that knowing of, I don't have to do what everyone else is doing in order to be successful. And, um, you know, I have this adage, which I bang on and on about, I probably use it, I don't know, 10 times a week when I'm talking to clients. And that is, you are the boss of you. This is your business. It's not your partner's. It's not your girlfriend's or your mom or your sister. It's not mine. It's yours. And you need to operate from a position of power and control. And that comes from knowing yourself. Now, This might feel a little bit confronting right now. I feel like we've gotten very deep very quickly, but please don't run away from this because I'm going to hold your hand and I'm going to be right here beside you and kind of talk you through how this is possible because something that I make part of the way that I work. It is it is something that I have known for a long time now. And that is that business doesn't have to be complicated. Life doesn't have to be complicated. I help women grow successful businesses. And my number one focus is to make it easy for them. It should be easy. It does not need to be so hard. Now, I'm going to caveat this with the fact that there are things in our business that we do have to do that aren't fun all the time. Now, some people hate doing their baths. Then there are other people that absolutely love it. There are other obligations that we have, legal obligations, payroll obligations. You know, we all need to do some form of business development. Otherwise, how are we going to grow our businesses? We also need to serve our clients. But knowing yourself and being true to yourself and doing things in a way which is true to you, that, that is what is going to put you on the road to success and have a not just a successful, but like a really, really thriving business, doing the things that make you happy. You don't have to launch a digital course. You don't have to get up on the stage and speak if you don't want to. You don't have to join Clubhouse. 
okay? There are so many things that people think they have to do in order to be successful. But truly, you need to do the things that you feel comfortable with to that, that are truly and authentically you because you need to show up as you in all of those things. There is no point in uh, you know becoming a keynote speaker if truly, genuinely in your core, the thought of standing up on a stage and delivering to a room full of people absolutely fills you with terror. Like, why do, why do it? Why do that to yourself? Um, and I think on that note, it is okay to let stuff go so that you can do the things that truly are you. Okay. I have sat with clients as they've abandoned huge, big projects that just didn't feel right. Even after they'd spent hours of time and money. I mean, I'm, and I'm, you know, I'm sadly, I'm thinking about like things like digital courses where people have invested thousands of dollars and they just haven't landed or they haven't been able to get to the finish line or, you know, whatever the reasons are. And it's okay to let that stuff go. We all go off course from time to time, but the magic comes when we can tap right into who we are, get back on, on course and stay true to ourselves. Um, and, and the great thing is without sounding too woo-woo, when you do make room for opportunities that are true to you, they come to you, okay? If you fill up your time with crap that that it just isn't you, you're going to miss out on the great stuff that could come through. But And I see this all the time. You can. You can get clients that you're passionate about. You can do the type of work that you love. Sometimes they are sitting there right under our nose, but we can't see them because everything's so muddied by all this stuff that we feel like we should be doing. Now, you might be sitting there feeling like you've lost a little bit of direction yourself. You've maybe lost sight of yourself being pulled in, you know, a thousand different directions and not really quite knowing who you are or or what you stand for. And, and look, that is perfectly normal. And because I am all about action here, I thought I would just share a few little prompts for you to consider as you are trying to tap back into yourself and what lights you up and trying to steer you back on track so that your business and your life doesn't go too far off course. So I suggest pulling out your journal if you are a journaler or even just a big blank piece of paper and start thinking about the things that are the essence of you? What are you known for? What are you good at? Are you doing this in your day-to-day life? Tap into those superpowers that you have, and we've all got them and they're different for everybody else, but have a think about what you're the go-to girl for. What do people 
come to you for advice on. And it even comes back to that Thing that I said at the beginning of the episode where I didn't quite know where to start. And it was like, okay, well, what's the thing that I get asked about the most? For you, in terms of tapping back into yourself, you kind of need to look outside of yourself. Now, I know that that sounds very, very contradictory, but hear me out because often when, when we don't know who we are anymore, it's good to look into what other people really, really value in us and see how that feels. Are you happy to do that as part of your work? Um, And if you're not doing it, how can you get back on track to actually do that? Um, What do you know about that others don't know about? You know, the thing that's easy and obvious to you, but might be really hard for other people. That's what people value, okay? That's what people are going to pay you money for. And it comes down also to that old adage that I'm sure you have heard a thousand times, but I am going to repeat it here. And that is people do business with people, right? There are no original ideas. There are dozens, if not thousands of people who are providing a service in the same space as you. You look at things like um, digital course creation gurus or social media experts or, you know, look at the self-development space. I mean, how many people follow Oprah and Brene Brown and Gabby Bernstein and Glennon Doyle? There are so many you know, gurus, I'm using the the speech marks here, Um, but we all resonate with them in different ways and we all take a little piece of something from each of them. Staying the course and staying true to yourself and who you are is what is going to give you longevity in your business and your life because people can spot a phony a mile away. And while you may be able to, um, it's kind of like having, you know, some frogs, you know, lolly frogs, right? You get that sugar hit and it feels really good at first, but it's not sustainable, that feeling. You get the crash and that's what happens when you are being inauthentic and when people work with you, the inauthentic version of you, they are going to get that crash, that realization that you weren't all you were cracked up to be. Now, this is not designed to make you feel bad about yourself, okay? I'm just trying to make you see how important it is to be yourself because it permeates through every part of your business and your life. And I want you to have an easy life, right? That's my mission. Life shouldn't be so hard. Business shouldn't be so hard. And so often we make things harder than they need to be by creating businesses or offerings within our businesses that are completely unaligned with who and what we are or what we're good at. So Take a little bit of time this week to ponder what I have spoken about. If I haven't completely freaked you out, Um, you may have gone off course a little bit. Often this is the time of year when people kind of realize that maybe they have got off track because we've just finished the first quarter of the year. Um, So with it being a new 
quarter, um, now's a really good time to be having a think about this. But look, go big sky, okay? Really think about what it is that you want to be doing, what you want your life to look like at the end of the quarter, at the end of the year, and do you, do you, be you, okay? I'm going to wrap it up now, but I really, really would love to know how you go with this. It's important to me that what I am sharing with you is resonating and more importantly, that you are able to take action on it. So let me know how you go. You can email me at michelle at michellebroadbent.com.au or you can send me a DM via Instagram. Um, I'm Mish Broadbent, that's M-I-C-H, B-R-O-A-D-B-E-N-T. But until we speak again, have an amazing week and I'll talk to you soon. Thanks for sharing some of your day with me today. I hope it's given you a little boost. To continue the conversation or access any of the resources mentioned in this episode, visit michellebroadbent.com.au. And if you want to give me a boost, you can hit subscribe and be sure to tell your friends. Speak soon. Speak soon.